This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey everyone, welcome back to Around the Cauldron. My name is Megan, and I'm here to shed light on Wicca from a modern perspective. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. So grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me around the cauldron. Hey everyone, and thanks for joining me here for episode 13. Last week, we talked about astrology. This week, I want to talk about the importance of community. Before we hop into it, uh, let me just take a second to say hello to any new listeners out there. Hi, I'm glad you're here. Besides the podcast, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com, where you can find show notes and links for each episode. I also have a shop where you can get a tarot reading or one of my fancy and mystical crochet items. And lastly, you can help support this podcast for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. So I really wanted to take a minute to talk about community and why community is important for one, just as a human being, which I'm assuming you're a human being, um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, um, and for two, why it's important to have community within your faith. Now, I mean, the main benefits of community is going to be friendship, support, um, help with questions and, um, difficult situations that you might find yourself in, um, some people in a community might have more experience in a certain aspect of life, and you can always go to those people for help. So this episode was actually inspired by a birthday party that I went to um, for one of my daughter's friends. Um, I RSVP'd to this birthday party, and I ended up getting a message back from the mother of the child who said that we were the only ones who had RSVP'd to this this little kid's birthday party, which for one makes me really sad because that's just sad. It's the sixth birthday. I mean, in, anyways. Um, and for two, it, it hurts my heart because I know how that feels. I'm going to get personal here for a second. As a kid, I don't I don't remember a lot of things from my childhood, um, bits and pieces, little blips here and there, but one of my most prominent memories is a birthday party. I was in elementary school some year. I don't remember. I had invited a bunch of people and one person showed up and I knew that person was going to come because we had talked about it and you know, they were one of my best friends. I mean, we're still friends to this day. He's an amazing person. Um, 
but it really it really breaks my heart I don't know if it broke my heart in the moment because I mean I was just glad at least somebody showed up but anyways uh, yeah so the idea of community really sprung up when we were in fact some of the only people that showed up to this little girl's birthday party there were some other people there um, but they were family and we were the only people who had shown up that um, this little kid had um, invited from school and it it got me thinking about how important community is and how important a support system is just regardless of your faith just as a person I mean like for me for example if if that were the case for me where we live our only family up here is my parents that's that's it and I don't know what I would have done without a support system in place I, I'm sorry I feel like I'm just super rambly about this um, so how does this how does it connect back to Wicca and your faith in general it doesn't even have to be how does it relate back to Wicca so I mean first of all it's really nice to have people to relate to with aspects of you know things that you things that you have in common um, things that you enjoy that other people enjoy or people to learn new skills from um, it's also good to have the sort of support system in place for when things do go wrong or you encounter a situation that you don't really know how to handle which that's gonna happen um, regardless of how experienced you are sometimes that's that's gonna happen um, that's just the way life is but having a support system in place there with people that you trust people that you care about or that care about you is is really beneficial um, in a matter of speaking re in regards to your your faith and even your mental health that's a whole that's a whole different episode now the, the problem is with Wicca and with these religions that are sort of on the fringe I guess of what society would deem as normal if you can't see well I mean you can't see me obviously I'm not doing a video but that's air quoted guys what's normal um, we can be outliers so it can be difficult for us to really find those people that we connect with in person I know where I grew up oh my gosh the hamster is gonna spin on her wheel right now oh my goodness where I grew up um, <laughs> oh, I don't know if you guys can hear all of that. Um, anyways, where I grew up, there was a pretty thriving pagan community. Um, there is a little store. Okay, hopefully I fixed it. Um, I took the hamster's wheel off so she can't make any noise like that. Um, yeah. Um, so where I grew up, there is a store called the Enchanted Cottage. And if you know where I'm from, you'll probably know this store. 
Um, it's run by some wonderful people, and they have um, gatherings. They host a pagan festival. Um, one year, um, oh, oh my goodness. Ah, what's her name? Starhawk? I think that's her name. Starhawk was there. I think that's her name. I don't know. I'm going nuts. Uh, but one year, she was there, and um, they do, like, a fair. They have people that read tarot, um, educational classes, and things like that. And it's a very welcoming place to go if you have any questions or concerns or really if you just need help with something, they are more than willing to answer your questions or help you come to a conclusion or find an answer if they don't know the answer already. Now, the difference between there and where I live now is Central Oregon is really spread out. Um, I mean, I live 22 miles away from where I work. So, uh, technically, it's in, like, two little towns over from the city that I work in. But there is maybe one, one shop in Bend, Oregon that I know of that sort of caters to New Agers or those with an eclectic faith. It's called the Cosmic Depot. Wonderful lady runs that store, too, but it's all the way in a completely different city, so it's hard for me to make it there on a regular basis. Um, so I think that's one of the, one of the harder things about trying to build a community in person, um, especially if you're like me and you drive 30 to 45 minutes to work every day, spend eight and a half, nine, however many hours a day at work, then drive all of that home, then you have very little time once you get home, you know, all of this other stuff that you have to do. Um, building an in-person community can be difficult. Um, and it gets more difficult depending on your age. Um, but I'm going to talk about age and mentorship in, a, in another episode. It's a completely separate topic. So support, support and community are some things that I have looked for, I want to say. Um, so back when I was in junior high, uh, about 12, 13 years old, um, I had discovered Wicca. I was practicing with a friend. Honestly, we didn't know what the heck we were doing. That's okay. We learned. Here we are. Um, but I really struggled in my heart with the lack of structure and the lack of community because let's be honest, we were learning from books that we picked up at the library or the bookstore. We weren't learning from other people. Um, and that really bothered me because I'm a person who, when I have questions or I need help, I like to look for those people who have been there and who know what I am talking about or who might have some idea of what I can do. And 
I struggled with that. I mean, I struggled with that so much that I actually went back to Christianity mainly for the support of the church and the people that I had known there who were a support system for me. Now, eventually, I did leave the church and sort of found my place within Wicca, but it's taken me a long time to really get to where I am right now. And even then, I still don't have a huge community that I'm a part of. Um, I talk to a couple of people um, on Instagram. Um, There's a couple of people on Twitter. I'm in a couple of Facebook groups. But honestly, it's nothing like the community that I would prefer to have, I guess. Um, You know, I am the type of person that prefers an in-person community, somebody who we could all get together and celebrate the Sabbaths or just hang out and barbecue or something. But it's that's difficult to find um, when you live in an area like I do. So an online community is, it's perfectly acceptable. Uh, there's nothing wrong with an online community at all. Um, for some people, that's the only community that they can safely be part of. Oh, there's thunder and lightning. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, sorry guys, I just totally got distracted. I'm recording in my daughter's room and the window is open and there's thunder and lightning. And it makes me makes my heart happy. Okay. Sorry, I got distracted. Um <laughs> we're having a thunderstorm right now. Um and it's just it's my favorite weather. It's my favorite weather. Um Yeah, I don't even remember, honestly, what I was talking about. I walked away for, like, five to ten minutes. (laughs) Um, So, let's see. Let me look at my little notes here. Building a community if you don't have one. Oh, that's a... That's good. Um, Yeah. So, like I was saying before... Online communities are 100% valid, especially in this day and age when it gives us the opportunity to really be connected to anybody anywhere in the world that really, that has that online access. And sometimes that's going to be the only way that you can be part of that community and you can find those people that you can ask questions to or share knowledge with or learn from. Um... There's also um, a a website called Witchbox. Now, Witchbox has been around for a really long time, um, like at least 10 years, probably longer than that. I don't know. Let me look it up really quick so I can figure it out because Witchbox can be um, a really good resource. They have articles and... um, different things that you can learn from. Let's see, Witchbox has been around since 1997. Wow. That's a really long time. Um, but anyways, on Witchbox, you can find um, this, there's a section on the left where you can search your, search your region, search your state, 
to find um, different groups in your area. And so when you do that, um, it gives you options for personals, which I don't know about that one. Um, I never really delve into the personal ads. There's also information about groups and organizations, and it's split into several different sort of categories. There's adult groups, um, family groups, teen groups, college groups, military groups, and recovery groups. Um, so obviously all of these different groups, they might not be covens. Some of them are covens. Some of them are going to be circles, and some of them are just going to be a group of like-minded people that get together and learn from each other and hang out. There's also a section on here for clergy. So I know sometimes it can be difficult to find um, someone to perform like a, a hand fasting or a wickening, especially if you don't know anybody in the area. The clergy section will list people in your state or um, which box is international too, by the way, guys. So it's not just for the U.S., but it'll, it looks up in your, um, oh my god, it lists the people in your region, what they do, and where they're willing to travel to, which is nice if you need somebody to perform one of the services that is typically, that typically requires a clergy member. Um, there is also a listing for shops that will show you shops in the area. There is a list of services, which can be like tarot readings, um, Reiki, rune readings, astrology, spell work, things like that. Um, and then there's also a section for notices. Um, not too familiar with that. I'm just looking in my area or in my state, the last notice was posted March of 2016. So, I mean, some of this stuff is not recent because not everybody uses Witchbox, um, but a lot of it is. There's also a section that I'm just noticing is new um, called Activists, which I guess it says it's Freedom, Political, and Environmental Groups. So, I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, that would be a good resource for you. Um, they also have something called a local web section that lists e-groups, resources, and um, this is where the activists is listed. Um, so Witchbox is definitely something to look into just to sort of see what's going on in your area. It's It can be a good way to help you sort of find your your local community if there is one in your area. Now, Sometimes they might, there's not going to be one in your area. Um, that's what happens when we're sort of on the out, the outside, um, on on the fringes of that societal societal role of whatever is normal. I don't know. And then there are some other options like Tumblr. I think people are still on Tumblr. I don't know. There was a bunch of drama about Tumblr, but I, I haven't been on Tumblr in a really long time. Um, but Tumblr used to, I don't know if they still do, um, have a thriving pagan community. Um, and it wasn't just Wiccans. There are, there are people on Tumblr who are recon reconstructionists and revivalists and um, Hellenic polytheists and hedge crossers 
and like all kinds of people on Tumblr and that's it's got it's got a lot of good information there's a lot of healthy discussion um which is which is good you just got to find the right people on there to follow you can also find all of this on Twitter um but I find Twitter to be a little bit more restrictive because of the the character count and you can only post so many characters in one tweet and then you got to make it a thread and it's kind of annoying I prefer to read long posts about my information and not just little snippets, but Twitter is a good way for communicating back and forth between people. Um, I'm still sort of getting the hang of Twitter. <laughs> I mean, come on now, I'm, I'm 27, I should have that down, right? Ooh, Twitter was never my thing. Um, then you've got Instagram. I find it a little harder to have a community on Instagram. But I think that's that just has to do with the way Instagram's algorithms are set up. I mean, it's wonderful for scrolling through and looking at pictures and following hashtags, but it's a lot harder to hold a conversation with someone through Instagram unless you're doing it through direct message. Because um, if you are going through and commenting on a bunch of other stuff and the person that replies to you doesn't always tag you in it you might not see their reply or it's just it's good but it's not so I don't think Instagram is a good place to really build that community I guess I don't know that's just my personal opinion I do have an Instagram obviously because uh, it's kind of necessary for me because um, how else am I supposed to tell people about my podcast <laughs> um yeah. And then Facebook, obviously. Facebook has a million and one different groups out there. You just got to be careful with the groups because they're not always moderated the best. And um, they can really, they can have people in it who push wrong information or misinformation or um, people that have good intentions, but they don't really know what the heck they're talking about. But you know, that's that's going to be true for just about everywhere. The main thing for building a community is you can't be afraid to reach out to other people because you're never going to build a community and you're never going to make those connections and build those friendships and those, those lifelong soul connections. I don't know. I'm grasping for things right now. Uh, <laughs> um... Anyways, point being, you're never going to find your community if you don't reach out to other people who might be into the same things as you are, um, or who might be more knowledgeable than you, um, and have different things to teach you. You can't be afraid to reach out to other people. And reaching out to other people can be scary as heck. Scary as heck. I mean, this is episode 13 of my podcast, and I still get nervous to sit here and record it, even though I know you guys enjoy it because I've talked to some of you and you like it. Um, <laughs> it's an anxiety thing for me, um, really putting myself out there. But you got to take the you got to take the leap. You got to jump feet first into the water and go out and meet new people 
so that you can build your tribe, so that you can get the support and the help and the friendship that you need as a not only as a, a Wiccan or a pagan, but as a human being. Um, it's really, it's it's an essential part of who we are. Now, having said that, there are some things that can be bad about community, but it's not just pagan communities in general. It's it's every community, you know. You get a bunch of people together. Not everybody's gonna see eye to eye. Even though your general beliefs might be the same, very specific things might be completely different. And when you get a large group of people together, large group of people meaning more than five, typically, um, because we're human and sometimes we suck, <laughs> um, there's going to be a lot of judgment, um, dogma, fear, ignorance, um, preaching. And, and this is one of my main problems with the the Facebook groups is I lurk a lot on there because I find that every time I reply and I try to give good information and if I don't know something I flat out say you know what I don't know I have no idea and I don't want to tell, I don't want to tell you something wrong because that can do more harm um, I'm just sort of like I feel brushed off and I don't know if it's because maybe the group is too large and people are just talking over each other or maybe it's because I have a very realistic approach to my faith and to the the spiritual and the magical and I don't think a lot of people who join those groups looking for the the mysticism really want to hear that I mean I'm the I'm the type of person that if you post a question saying oh my gosh um, I hear a strange noise coming from my laundry room. My first question is going to be, okay, do you have any animals? Um, how old is your house? Because old houses make lots of noise. Is there a draft? Is it possible that like a rodent got in, you know? Um, and people don't always like to hear that nine times out of 10, these supernatural things that they're experiencing aren't so supernatural. Um, it's possible that it's just a, just a draft coming through the house. Not saying that it always is. Sometimes it is supernatural. But when you get all, the, all of those people together, there's a lot of ignorance. And you kind of got to, you kind of have to have thicker skin, I guess. Because there will also, there will also be times when you say something and somebody else will call you out. Somebody else will say you're wrong, that you're doing it wrong, um, you know, and pass judgment on you and preach to you that um, your way is not the right way. And you got to be able to either brush it off or stand up for yourself. And I see this a lot in pagan communities where... Wiccans and other witches get together because you've got the new Wiccans or the, for lack of a better word, the um, ignorant Wiccans who will pass judgment on others that are not of their practice and tell them, you can't do that. It's against the reed. You can't do that. What about the threefold law? It is my 
biggest pet peeve in Wicca ever. Ever. It's annoying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe I don't need to be part of a community. I, I'll call people out for that nonsense. Um, but that's the kind of preaching and ignorance that you can find in just about any community. And sometimes you got to check yourself too. Because just because their path is different than your path does not mean their path is wrong. And when you're in a community and you've got a bunch of people together like that, you have to be open-minded and you have to be willing to listen to the other side of the story and you have to be willing to put your differences aside to either get along or learn from each other or just agree to disagree. There shouldn't be any arguing or infighting. Um, And that's completely different than debate. Healthy debate is okay. Healthy debate is great. But fighting is not. And when, you, when you're in a community, sometimes you have to make those decisions of whether or not you're going to stand up for yourself or just let it go. Because sometimes it's easier. So moral of the story, I guess, is find your community. Reach out to the people that you're comfortable reaching out to. Um... Go on Witchbox and look up your area because it's super interesting. And while I was looking through it, um, while I was talking to you guys about it, I actually found something super cool that I think is in my area, but it might not be. Who knows? Um, I'll have to look at it some more. So before I leave you, I just wanted to say thanks again for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. It really means a lot to me that so many of you guys listen, and I know I don't have hundreds of listeners, but that's okay with me. As long as you, whoever you are that's listening to this, gets something out of the things I have to say, I'm happy. And if you don't have a community or you need someone to talk to, I'm here. You know, reach out to me, email me, send me a DM, whatever. I don't bite, and I will always be here to listen and help when I can. Until next time, everyone. Bye. Please consider supporting this podcast through Patreon at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. Follow the show on social media and feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions at roundthecauldron at gmail.com. Show notes and links can also be found at my website, roundthecauldron.com.